How do you make your audience fall in love with you? Ever wonder what it's that it factor that your favorite influencers have? What makes them so irresistible? As I'm recording this, it's Valentine's Day. So in the name of love, I thought we would tackle the one question every single person who owns a social media account wants to know. How to get people to love me. That's today's topic. Hi, I'm your host, Ina Coveney. Every Monday, I bring you an interview with a successful online coach where we uncover their true startup story and we wrap it up with a companion episode on Thursdays, this one right here, where I teach you three things that our guest is doing very right in their business and you should start doing right now. At this moment, we are in the off season. This means that I'm hard at work recording all those interviews from the top coaches you want to hear from. So until the next season kicks off, it will be just you and me every Thursday to keep your business moving. And today, our focus will be on the three things you can do to get your audience to fall head over heels in love with you. These strategies will be practical and help you understand the powerful celebrity effect that some influencers exude in the online world. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts while wondering, what's an off-season anyway? And when will the next season begin? I love your excitement. The answer is... May of 2022. You'll want to keep your ears perked for some amazing interviews coming in May of 2022. And now that I answered that burning question, please head over to the review section and leave us a five-star review and say something nice. It really helps support the show. And thanks. Welcome to The Global Phenomenon, the podcast about online coaching, the inspiring new career path responsible for multiple self-made millionaires, opening the doors for experts and professionals like you and me to stop living paycheck to paycheck and design a rich and abundant life with one purpose, to help others. I'm your host, Ina Coveney, six-figure entrepreneur and business coach. Listen for lessons and strategies that will turn you into the next global phenomenon. Today's episode begins now. So today that is Valentine's Day. I wanted to think about, okay, how do we incorporate love into what we do? How do we incorporate love into not so much like our clients? I feel like we, it's a given that we love our clients. It's a given that we know how to show our clients that we love them. Um, to me, that's just a given. You are an amazing coach. Everybody says that about you. They love you to pieces. The question is, how do you get an audience that is not full of your clients to fall in love with you? How do you get complete strangers, cold leads to fall in love with your persona online? So I want you to think of all the people that you currently follow on Instagram, on Facebook, maybe you're part of their Facebook group, maybe you listen to their podcast and you can't get enough of these people. These are the people that you would listen to all day long. In fact, you binge on their content. You just found them on a podcast and you went back to episode one just to listen to them talk about what they do, right? And how they do it and how they manage their business and how they reach other people and how they grew their audiences. Like we all have somebody 
I know you're thinking of them. You, we all have somebody like that in our life. The question is, do they have some kind of magic sauce? Is there something special about them that makes them so lovable, so likable, so binge-worthy? And are there tricks? Are there techniques? Are there marketing strategies that focus on getting you to become that beloved person, to get you to become that beloved influencer? Are there things that they are doing on purpose to make sure that that's the effect that they have on you? Now, that sounds... Like if you're trying to, if you're trying to do this on purpose, it sounds like, well, I don't want to be manipulated into loving anybody. So I don't want my audience to feel manipulated into loving me. Here's the reality though. You are getting bombarded with tips and strategies online. How do you know which ones are the ones that you should be following? Most of the time we find out through a trial and error. We try them once, we see how it works, we withdraw, right? Well, that didn't work, and then we try something new. So what I wanted to share with you today are some strategies that is not so much about manipulating people into loving you, it's purely to show you where love genuinely comes from. I'm going to deconstruct for you what makes someone lovable. And it's not because they want you to love them, because everybody who has an Instagram account, they want to be loved. I hate to break it to you. I hate to be the, the one telling you this, but like everybody wants love on Instagram. So it's not a question of whether you want it or not. Is how effectively are you communicating certain traits that we as human beings connect with being a lovable person? So those are the three things I wanted to share with you today. So if you're ready for this and you want to start genuinely connecting with your audience, these are the things you're going to want to do. And you, I want you to notice as I go through each one of them, I want you to notice that that person that you had in mind that you're following and binging on follows these to the T. But not because it's a, it's a strategy and they have to remind themselves to do it every day. It's because this is how they know how to relate to you at a human level. And it just comes naturally to them. If this is something that doesn't come naturally to you, it's something you can practice. You can get there. You're not born a magical Instagram influencer. You can practice these strategies and improve your chances of getting people to connect genuinely with you. Okay? So why don't we start with number one? Show your face. I felt like this was number one that I needed to just tell you this with love because I've seen so many of you shy away from showing their pictures, from being on video, from being on stories. You feel like, wait a minute, my content should speak for itself. People want this thing from me and I want to be the best source of that thing, of that piece of information that they have out there. So there's really no need for me to show my face as long as I'm, I'm giving them really good value. Well, remember, this video, <laughs> this episode, is not about how to give the best information. It's about how to make your audience fall in love with you. 
And you know what is really hard to fall in love with? A faceless billboard. You know what is really easy to fall in love with? It's a trustworthy face that I want to see every day, that I want to listen from every day. You fall in love with a person, not with their content. Their content has to be great, of course. But when you want to fall in love, we need that human connection. So here's what I propose. Because I know a lot of you may be thinking, well, I, I just don't want to be on video. Here's what I propose. There are two reasons, normally, why you wouldn't want to be on video. Two reasons. Reason number one is that you're afraid. Is that fear is playing a factor in that decision. Right? It's you're afraid of how you would come off. You're afraid of rejection. You are afraid that people are not going to watch. You're afraid of looking like a fool. Okay? Have you ever seen my reels? <laughs> you know, looking like a fool is something that I do on a daily basis. Right? I've embraced like who I am here. Right? So you might look at other people's videos and be like, I don't want to come off that way. Right? So there could be this fear. The second reason why people don't show up on video is because of privacy concerns. It's because they seriously do not want to have a public face to their business. And I've seen this a lot with uh, people of a certain cultural background, right? Where being out in the open and speaking their mind is frowned upon and they seriously do not want to have a public persona out there. Um, there are people that I know who are teachers. They are teaching at some high school, at some middle school, and they don't want parents to find out about their shenanigans, right? They do not want to have a public persona out there. So that's not fear. That's just They've drawn that boundary for themselves. They say, no, my business simply will not have me as the public face. Okay, so I have tips for both reasons, but you got to know where you stand, because if you're in the fear side, that means that that fear can be overcome. That means that fears are there to just walk right all over them. Okay, so we can work on your fears. If you're on the other side, of, you know, the privacy concern, then my tip for you is to show your face in private settings. You still have to show your face, but it can be privately. You can create a Facebook group. You can create a close friends group on Instagram where only people that you allow in will see you on video. That is possible for you and it has nothing to do with having a public face on your Instagram, but you can invite certain select group of individuals in to hear you speak and to watch you on video. So that's the answer for you. Fears, my friends with the fears, I'm just going to tell you right now, we all have those fears. We all have them. We all had them. We all overcame them. And I have heard so much from introverts especially, introverts who said, this is not 
what I thought it was. I thought that video was going to be really scary. I thought video was going to be really, uh, really hard to do. But in reality, when they started practicing, it wasn't that big a deal anymore. And they actually ended up liking it because they were able to be themselves without social pressures on them. So even if you're an introvert, even if you're an extrovert with fears, you can overcome them by practice. Okay? So that is the first thing that you need to do if you want to be loved by your audience. You want them to fall in love with you is they have to be able to see you. So warm up to that video. Number two, you got to be trustworthy. They got to know that you have their back, that you're not going to betray them. So how do they know that? If you don't know them personally, right? This is somebody who just started following you. How do they know that you're not going to betray them? I'll tell you a really easy way to make that happen. Do not betray anybody else. Do not go on your feed to badmouth other people. Do not go on your feed and tell stories of terrible clients that you've had, right? To show them how good you are to the, your clients. That's what you want. You want them to see that you take care of your people, all right? That you're always going to tell them the truth no matter what and that you will do it with love, that you're not here to berate anybody, that you're not here to call anybody and put them on the spot and put them in a really uncomfortable public position of scrutiny. You want to come here and say, listen, I know what you're going through. Let me tell you how you can get over that. Okay, you want to be that person that they go to. And you have no idea how many people have told me after just one meeting with me that they trust me, not even a meeting over voice notes. They tell me, I trust you and I trust your judgment. I'm like, why? What is it? What makes you trust me? A complete stranger we've never met before. And they can see that I'm not out there to get anybody. And that I'm not out there to get people into my programs at all cost. And that I'm not out there telling people you need to get on my program and you need to get yourself on a new credit card because that's how we've, we all had to do that. So now you have to do it, right? I don't do that. But hey, <laughs> this program is here for you if you want it. It's not here if you don't want it. It's here next time I launch it if you want it. I am extremely open with the people that I talk to about what they should be doing. So think about you. Think about what are the things that you want your people to do? What is it that you want your audience to wake up to? And what is the best way for you to show them that it's safe to do it with you? That you're not going to berate them, that you're not, gonna, you're not out to get them, and you're not going to lead them down the wrong path. What can you do about that? That is how you build trust. Let's go to number three. Be the 2.0 version of them. Be the person that they want to be, that they want to become. So how do you do this? A really obvious way. And I'm going to tell you there's a big asterisk next to this one because it's not a hard and fast rule. Okay. But it's something that helps is to look your best. 
Not always. You guys will see me on, you know, and you see your favorite influencers on in sweatpants and, and you know, like walking around and just, you know, they're, they're not all put together their Sunday best every single day. But they need, it's like, it's almost like going to a job interview in a suit. The reason you do that is so that they make sure that you have a suit, <laughs> right? Is so that they make sure that, you know, you are able to look the part. There's a lot of things that we do online that we see online that are visual in nature. So when I come here and I do Instagram lives, I do put a little bit of makeup on. I don't go all out. I don't go all out. I don't put foundation on. I don't, I like for my face to breathe. I don't put foundation on every day. But guess what I will do? I'll pick, you know, pink earrings because it's Valentine's Day. I'll put a little bit of mascara and eyeliner on because I want you guys to see what the best version of me looks like because I want you to picture that this could be you. So I am doing my best to create a visual world where you can imagine what your version 2.0 would look like. So a really quick and fast way to do that is to, to just look your best with a big asterisk. Do you absolutely have to put makeup on? Do you absolutely have to buy new shoes and new clothes just to go online on Instagram? No. But they got to see that you own a suit. <laughs> Not literally. I was going with my in interview metaphor. They got to see what 2.0 looks like. Be that example for them. Okay, another way to do this is to simply put yourself out there with a message from a position of leadership. I could be here talking with my with a ponytail on and with no makeup at all. All right, just in my pajamas, doesn't matter what I would look like. But when I speak to you, I am speaking from a position of authority. I am speaking in a way that leads you to believe that I know what I'm talking about. And I want you to sense that in my tone. I don't say a lot of maybes. I don't say a lot of, if you have experienced this, no, I'm assuming that if you are my ideal audience, that you are experiencing those things. So I'm going to come here and share with you, this is what you do about it. I'm speaking from a position of leadership. So for them to see you as the 2.0 version of themselves, bring that to the table. Tell them, I don't know it all. You guys, I don't know everything, but I know this. Dot, 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 fill in the blank. What do you know for sure? Now, I'm going to tell you something. This is one that was really, really hard for me at first because I don't believe that there is one way to succeed in business. And I will come and tell you that. Like there's a million different ways to make a million dollars in your business. There's so many different ways. So my, it's not my way or the highway. So I had so much trouble in the beginning saying like, yeah, but how am I supposed to speak with authority if there are so many other possible ways? You know how I got over that? By realizing that I can only speak from my experience. I can only speak from my expertise. If you guys want a different take, there are so many different accounts out there that you can be following with a completely different message, completely different podcast, completely different hosts, telling you something in a completely different way and to go a different path. 
So I am trusting that there are other people leading you in different ways. The only thing I can do is lead you in the way that I know. And if it resonates with you, amazing. What I can't do is come here and tell you, well, I don't, I'm not really sure because there's so many different ways to do it. Like who cares? Of course, there's different ways to do everything. What do I know? I'll tell you what I know. That's what you want to do with your audience. You want to act and speak from a place of leadership and from a place of know-how. You know what you're talking about. So sound sure of it. Be sure of it. Okay? I have given you probably a million disclaimers in this whole video. But my position of leadership stands. Another thing that you can do to create that version 2.0 is not just making sure everything looks perfect all the time is playing with the vulnerability factor okay and this can also go into number two of trust right of people knowing that they're seeing the full you but i really feel like it falls into the version 2.0 so something that i do in my own close friends group which is for my vip members right? Something that I do over there is I tell them when I'm having a rough time. I tell them when I'm having a bad day. I tell them uh, this is how I'm overcoming it. And that was really hard also for me to do at first. You guys have no idea. In 2020, this was two years ago, I had no idea what vulnerability really was. Because I would hear it like a, it's a buzzword in the coaching world. You gotta be vulnerable. You gotta show your vulnerable side. But I'm like, I don't think that people just want me to come here and cry at them. <laughs> like, that's what I thought vulnerability was, is you showing yourself crying on a Facebook Live in your car. Like, that's what I thought vulnerability was. I'm like, that can't be. What is vulnerability? So I actually went and I watched a whole ton of Brené Brown, and I set out to figure out what vulnerability means to me. And me having such a rational, um, you know, strategic mind, I almost needed a definition that I could use, that I could remind myself of, like a guideline, something that would tell me, oh, Ina, you're being vulnerable right now, because I could not wrap my head around it. And I finally figured it out for myself. I finally defined a sentence that helps me realize if I'm being vulnerable or not. And that is to let people get to know me, even if I don't think they'd care. So the way that Brene Brown defines it is, well, she says that vulnerability cannot exist without risk, that it cannot exist without courage. So if I come here and I'm telling you uh, about something bad that happened to me, if I feel comfortable talking about it, that's not vulnerability. I'm just giving you information. Vulnerability comes from actually being scared of what you're going to think. That is being vulnerable, showing you the behind the scenes of what's vulnerable, which is why, you know, my, when I'm, when I'm vulnerable, when I choose to take that leap of faith and risk it and tell my audience about it, and this is where the 2.0 version comes in, I always try to make sure that I'm not just pouring uh, just misery on them, right? That I'm not just telling them 
what a terrible time I'm having with my latest bout of depression just to get sympathy. I make sure that whenever I do, I frame it in a way to teach them something, to let them know, listen, I am a human being. I suffer from depression. And when it happens, just in case it happens to you ever, these are some things that I remind myself of. So right there, I'm giving something of myself that I don't know if people are going to go after. I don't know if people are going to relate to, but I'm going to do it from a place of leadership. I'm going to be responsible with that information and with the outcome of what that could mean for somebody else. So I'm going to go and take full responsibility for the things that happened to me and share with them what I believe they should be doing with this. So if all of that makes sense, then I have broken down for you three things that genuinely authentic leaders do out there and they do it very well and they do it every day to create a genuine connection with you, with their audience. And they're most likely doing every single one of these things I'm telling you. Number one, they're showing their face. They're letting you hang out with them. They're letting you listen to them talk for hours about what they love talking about. They're doing that. They're showing themselves. Number two, they've made sure that you know that they can be trusted. And they're going to show it to you by how good they are to their clients and how they're not bad-mouthing other people. How they will tell you the true story. They will lay out all the facts for you to make a decision and they will help you make those decisions. They know that you're not just out to get them. That you're not just out there for the sale. That you don't just mean a number to them. That you mean something to them. That's number two. And number three, they present themselves as the 2.0 version of you. You can see it in how beautiful their feed looks, how their stories on Instagram look like an actual story, right? They look like they have a beginning and an end. They are showing you their best selves, but they're also showing you when things don't go right and they teach you from it. Everything they put out there, they put out there from a position of leadership. So I really hope that this episode has given you some practical advice, some things that you can do really fast and some things that you can practice because you will get there with your audience. Thank you so much for listening. You know that part in this episode that made you go, oh my God, I need to write that down. I want to know what that was. So go over to Instagram and find me at your engagement coach and send me a DM. I want to hear it. And if your business bestie is missing out on all of these juicy strategies, make sure to take a screenshot of the episode and share it to your stories. Remember to tag me so that I can thank you personally for all your support. I'll see you on the next episode.